0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No process by law. website for details.
1: For the second time in a week, President Joe Biden has taken a crap in his pants. President Joe Biden is having problems and the election that was held in New Jersey and Virginia, well, they're a game changer. Maybe Biden taking a, a crap in the pants was a bit too graphic. Larry Sabato from MSNBC, well, he saw the ominous signs the night before the election and he said this. The story is,
0: I'm not going to call it a blowout because we don't have the final uh, final uh, numbers, but I will tell you somebody in High up in uh, McAuliffe's camp, who was there with McAuliffe, uh, put it this way to me about an hour ago. It's a bloodbath. Uh, And so far, everything we've seen pretty much falls along that
1: line. And a bloodbath. It was, And whenever you have a major election, it's important for CNN to bring in one of their experts, Van Jones. And Van Jones was in rare form as he analyzed what the takeaway was in this election that took place last night. In the election that took place with Virginians, you know what? The Democrats got their clock cleaned. But we've come a long way with Van Jones. Remember Van Jones, how emotional he was back in 2016? about class we talked about
0: region we haven't talked about race this was a white lash this was a white lash against a changing country it was a white lash against a black president in part and that's the part where the pain comes and donald trump has a responsibility tonight to come out and reassure people that he is going to be the president of all the people who he insulted and offended and, and brushed aside yeah when you say you, know, you want to take your country back you got a lot of people who feel that we're not represented well either
1: yes He said it was a white lash. Maybe it's because Barack Obama was the previous president, but he wasn't running. Actually, Trump was running against Hillary Clinton, so it would have been a white person either way, right? But that's not how Van Jones interpreted it. He went racial. He played the card. This was a white lash. So just imagine how absolutely excited he was in 2020.
0: It's, um, well, it's easier to be a parent this morning, it's easier to be a dad, it's easier, to, it's easier to tell your kids character matters, it matters, telling the truth matters, being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send dreamers back for no reason. This is vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, the, the, I can't breathe. You know, that wasn't just George Floyd. That was a lot
1: of people that felt that they couldn't breathe. Oh, that was beautiful. That's Van Jones of 2016, Van Jones of 2020, being very emotional about what happened on the national front. Now, Virginia, New Jersey, those are two states. Those are two blue states. And in Virginia, Biden won by 10 points, so surely Terry McAuliffe was a shoo-in, right? Right? Wrong. Terry McAuliffe lost by two points. Actually, it was a 12-point swing since last November. Well, what happened? What could go so wrong so quickly? I'll tell you in a nutshell, Joe Biden and his Build Back Better agenda. Joe Biden has been a disaster for the Democrats. And not only can't they get that agenda moving, but now the fallout is happening in elections. And you know what? Van Jones, he was not emotional about this at all. As a matter of fact, he was logical and on point.
0: There's something happening out here. It could be just anti-incumbent. I think that's a part of it. but I think that there's something else that's happening. I think that I think that the Democrats are coming across in ways that we don't recognize, that are annoying and offensive um, and seem out of touch, in ways that I don't think show up in our feeds when we're looking at, at, at our kind of echo chamber. And I think that this is a message here.
1: That's pretty good analysis, because Democrats were coming across as annoying and offensive and out of touch. Also, rude, racist, and very, very socialist. <laughs> and the American people, well, they've had enough. Van Jones was also creative in tying Glenn Youngkin to Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump was not really a part of this campaign. I mean, he did not give his endorsement until the very last day, which I think, by the way, was strategically brilliant. Still, Van Jones has to make the connection, even though subtle, he was saying that, you know what? Glenn Youngkin is like the Delta variant.
0: The stakes are high. Uh, When this election is over in Virginia, we will know have we seen the emergence of the delta variant of trumpism the delta variant of trumpism in other words yunkin uh same disease but spreads a lot faster and can get a lot more places the suburbs if they fall to him you well, now that's have, implying that yeah that yunkin is more dangerous than the president no no more easy to spread okay because, huh. because more, more easy, easy to spread
1: So there it is. According to Van Jones, who was a spokesman for the Democrats, part of the problems that the Dems had where they came off as annoying and offensive and also the Trump factor. But what would CNN and Van Jones be without the race card?
0: I I think Biden's troubles are bigger than uh, this particular issue. And I think that, um, you know, the Democratic Party, I mean, everybody I'm talking to tonight, this is a big, big wake up call. I think people took Virginia for granted. Uh, We took California for granted, but then people, you know, got in there and saved Gavin. I think people took took the thing for granted. And there was an intensity gap. You had uh, Youngkin saying, uh, you know, your rights as a parent are under threat. That is going to move people. And then you had our side saying Trump is bad and vaccine mandates are good. There's a mismatch on the intensity for that message. And so, you know, as you you begin to think, what are we going to do? You've got to be able to respond to what I think is uh, dog whistling. Uh, on education, I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling, but you've got to be able to respond to it. And I also think that, listen, crime, inflation and concerns about our kids. Democrats got to have better answers uh, next year than we have this year. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, know have, you have a 29 29- re- about this. Uh, just on the reality based thing. There, there is also a straw man based element to this as well. And, and Youngkin was very skillful in creating straw men here, and in fact the defund police slogan was not. most Democrats didn't embrace that in the first place, but the Republicans did a very good job of tagging Democrats with it, and Democrats did a less good job of pushing back on it because of sensitivities uh, about the issue. Remember the last election took place right after the George Floyd murder. And the real need for reform. But, but, but we should point out, homicide rates are up 30% in, in, uh, across this country, and people in cities are very sensitive to that
1: issue again pretty decent analysis until we get to critical race theory in schools van jones is saying that it's a dog whistle david axelrod he picks it up and takes the dog whistle analogy to its proper according to democrats racial conclusion that's amazing isn't it They have to get back to race. These are the only two cards that Democrats have right now. They'll play the race card every time you disagree with one of these social policies. You've got to be a racist or you're a MAGA supporter. You are a Trump supporter. You love Orange Man bad, which means to Democrats now that you are a domestic terrorist. Here's the problem. Democrats that are unhappy with the outcome in Virginia are blaming Whitey. Among the problems with that finger pointing is the fact that That the dim who lost Virginia was a white guy. And Virginians elected their first black female, who happens to be a Republican, to serve as their lieutenant governor. And Virginians also elected their first Latino, who happened to be Cuban, to serve as their attorney general. How in the world can that be considered racist? What is the dog whistle they're listening to? Do you remember when President Biden was naming his cabinet and MSNBC and CNN held every cabinet appointment as the first ever something? Oh, the first Inuit. Oh, the first man turned woman. The first LGBTQXYZ. Oh, it says groundbreaking. Now that we have an American of African descent who happens to be a female become the lieutenant governor of a former confederate state, there is complete radio silence as they talk about white supremacy. As a matter of fact, CNN had the nerve to cut away from Winsome Sears as she was giving her victory speech. Just raise it! Ah! Just raise it. C&CNN cut her off. I think this would be a good time for you to hear the victory address delivered by Virginia's first female African-American lieutenant governor.
0: So I say to you, victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want, we can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice and here I am living proof. you haven't noticed i am black and i have been black all my life
1: wow that was inspiring when some Sears immigrated to the united states from jamaica as a child and was the director of a salvation army homeless shelter prior to entering politics she also owns an appliance and plumbing repair store in virginia and previously served as vice president of the virginia board of education she should be the role model, the inspiration for women all around America. Only one problem, she's not liberal. Therefore, the left, they feel justified in ignoring her. And in doing so, they are liberating Americans. What do I mean? The big winner from the election that took place in Virginia and in New Jersey were Americans of European descent, yes, white people. It was white people, white women who were disgusted with Terry McAuliffe and Democrats' stance on education saying that it's the government schools, it's the school boards that should decide what your kids should learn, that parents don't have a role in it, uh-uh-uh, they upset mommy. Hey, where are the white women at? I'll tell you where they're at. They're in the Republican party, or at least they're with Youngston. Why? Because of common sense, and the fact that the Democrats don't have it, and they touched the third rail by beating up on parents, by criminalizing public schools, by sicking the FBI and the Attorney General of the United States on parents, calling them domestic terrorists. Parents are sick to death of it. Wait a minute, white folks are sick to death of being called racist because they question critical race theory. White folks are sick of turning on CNN and MSNBC and having every problem in the world laid at their feet if they happen to be white and not Democrat. The Democrat Party has lost rural America. They only have city centers, and they're starting to even lose the outlying areas, i.e. suburbs. So no, a big winner last night were white folks who are now liberated from white guilt, the white guilt that is being trafficked on CNN and MSNBC and the Democrat Party. Yes, I said it. But Pastor Manning out of New York City warned us years ago. That the Democrat Party would go too far. Either there's going to be a revolution, Patrick Henry style, in America, where 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 uh, red-blooded, God-fearing, uh, Jesus-loving Americans are going to stand up and say, "We're not going to take it no more. We're just not going to take it." You know, p- white people are being pushed around, kicked to the curb, having their rights denied, being called a racist, being walked on watching their tax dollars go to fund all kind of drug sales, prostitution, illegal immigration. I mean, I mean, y'all going to push these white folk till they can't take it no more. I'm telling you. Well, they pushed them too far, and now Virginia, and to a large degree, New Jersey has shown what happens. Was this a one-off? I don't think so. And as long as Democrats are stuck on stupid, as long as they think that... Biden's Build Back Better is their way forward? (laughs) Well, to quote Larry Sabato, there will be blood, as in bloodbath. I'm James T. Harris for Color Commentary. If you like the views you heard in this podcast, just hit the follow button. Every time a new episode comes up, you will be notified. Make sure you share this with your friends and with your family. And until we meet again, this is The Blueprint This is the way forward. Republicans need to embrace the grassroots issues. They also need to tout innovative ideas like the flat tax and education freedom. And they need to realize that even though these policies are rooted in America first, they don't necessarily have to have President Trump at the helm. He's already shown the way